Welcome to Say Hello to the Bad Guy, I'm your host Locke, and this is part two of the Dirty Dave Rudaball story with co-hosts Dan and Tank. So when we left off, Dirty Dave was on the road in New Mexico for killing a deputy sheriff with a band of fugitives that included... Billy the Kid, who oddly enough was also on the run for killing a deputy sheriff. So they kind of, they kind of fucking ran around New Mexico as a gang, but doing real shitty low little low level crimes because they weren't doing anything big because they were basically just trying to live. Yeah, they're just like, hey, we're hungry. Yeah, let's go steal some baked beans. What year is this? Uh, 1980. 1980. No, what? <laughs> yes, about to say what? Doc Holliday <laughs> meet Doc Brown. We're fucking straight to 1980. Um, Goddamn. Where they're going, they don't need roads. <laughs> yeah, 1880. November. Run. Yeah, so 1880. Um, Damn, so he's only so in this is 20s. sort of... Well, I got cowboy in and cattle trailing is still a thing, but it's kind of on the uh, slowdown at this point. Okay. Yeah, and... yeah, I'm not going to get deep into the Wild West thing, but like... The Homestead Act, more farmers were pissed about uh, cattle grazing on their shit. Yeah. The invention of barbed wire, people actually started fencing off their property. Because up to then, it's open land, so they just ran their cattle wherever the Good fuck. Good call. Well, we get I really know. into it into two episodes. Uh, you could listen to the Killer Miller episode, where he was a guy that kind of worked for the ranchers. Hired gun he'll, for them? Yeah, he'll come kill a fucking cattle bear. All right. And shit, oh, you you, know you I mean? fucking ask him? Oh, man, he'll come. He's he'll come fucking talks, talks, baby. Don't fucking walk anywhere around this motherfucking ranch, Gonna bro. act like he's not gonna come shoot some cattle? Yeah. Oh, fuck you, dude. He's coming. Shoot some shit. But All then right. you could also check out the uh the the, Ch- the Chavez, chavez Chavez episode. He was running with a Mexican gang that didn't like all these motherfuckers because they were like even the ranchers are moving in on an art shit what are you talking about you know what i mean this Mm. is my home so he was running they called it a terrorist group but they were out doing the uh barbed wire cutting which was a huge deal at the time because the shit was new and the shit was expensive and uh by the time you find it cows are gone man long fucking gone and they didn't even necessarily steal the cows like that they were just out there like for the political purpose of it you know what i mean they're just cutting the barbed wire like to shit on these ranchers and shit and i mean that's a whole nother episode like you were just shouting it out so people definitely go check that out but just to give some perspective it's not like they're just they're a hundred yards out and they're just cutting a wire like they owned acres and acres which equals miles in miles so like they're miles away from wherever the rancher's house is wherever you know he usually is and they cut that wire so that's why it takes forever like they don't even know for a week that that shit's mm. fucking cut yeah and how many fucking cattle are gone by then if anybody to real nerd out and i'm not gonna do it justice look up the invention of barbed wire because that was really an underrated invention it really shaped the west as we know it i mean as a farmer there was no other fence is either just a normal wire which cows didn't give a fuck about oh, okay. or you'd have to build a big old fence you and know i was what I mean? naive you're right so I guess at that barbed point... wire was the big like cheap way to really keep your cattle in like barbed wire was invented purely to keep cattle 
like to keep these cowboys like cattle runs from going through people's land like it's straight no it's a huge part of not just like west it's western history it's american like economic history it's criminal history because like i I mean it shaped half the country they call it the 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 ranchers versus like the cattle versus ranchers war and like he said that shit goes from like 1880 to like 1974 or some shit where these motherfuckers were out there fighting over that shit and and it's one of those things if you look into it it's hard to say who's exactly right and who's exactly wrong because for like decades now they have been like no this is the trail we run our cattle through here then all of a sudden the government was like no this is united states land we're selling it so somebody bought it so all of a sudden they're like why are these motherfuckers running their cow through my land? This ain't cool. So now those cattle ranchers are like, well, dude, what the fuck? We've been doing this for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that, is that part of that? Um, the, the Bundy shit in Texas? That was Bundy, It was something. Right? Well, that's a little different because that was federal land that it was on and everything the whole time. That never changed. But you're supposed to pay like a certain tax yeah, if your cattle's it, right? on their land. <laughs> okay. Which, I mean, I'm not going to get into that whole, that was a weird situation. So this gang of fugitives, they only ran together for like a few months, like less than a year. But like they spent that whole time in the run and on shootouts. So it was so like an I, action-packed year. <clears throat> yeah. In like, um, Wild West years, it was it was, it was a long time. Billy the Kid was Billy the Man by the time it was done with. <laughs> So they're a pretty tight-knit group. They had a, several close calls with the law. On November 30th, 1880, White Oaks, New Mexico, they got in a shootout with local sheriff where they were chased out of town by a posse. The posse eventually cornered the gang at the range of Jim Greathouse, who they held hostage. Now, they agreed to negotiate with the deputy, and then he, go, he went in. Nobody's really clear on what happened. In the shootout, the deputy sheriff, James Carlisle, was killed. The murder is attributed to Billy the Kid. Some people thought the posse shot him themselves. Oh, friendly fire. Yeah. Shitty aim and crappy bullets and all. Some people think the posse was like, you better come out or we're going to come in. And the sheriff went running out and they thought it's the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start shooting. That's Um, one of those things like of in just history we'll just never know because there's a big if in the billy the kid uh story like that was a big part of that because like you said he got blamed for it and yeah history will just never know because of course the posses will be like we well, yeah, we didn't shoot the deputy they're outlaws of course they did it they shoot yeah. all but, the deputies but also and dave like, stunk <laughs> yeah. and if you look at history there are a lot of cases of that of like the deputy being like no, I will go and negotiate, but then during negotiations, the people outside are like, they don't know what's going on in there. They think the deputy's already been yeah. killed, and shit just goes haywire. Nowadays, we got body cams and all the shit. We sort of get to the bottom of it, but yeah, the Wild West is littered with all these things of, yeah, we don't really know who shot him. He got shot, and they we'll get, blamed this outlaw for it. We'll get the ballistics in 60 years on that. Well, yeah. look, we can't figure out people that shot people 40 years later in chicago so we for sure can't figure out who's shooting each other then but they did like a like a highly fictionized version of this in young guns where the posse shot up the sheriff but anyways murder gets attributed to billy kid i bet everybody all the other outlaws in that room were like ah billy the kid's the most famous one he'll get they'll, they'll blame him for this it wasn't us just do what the fuck you want yeah. turns out it was dirty dave all along 
Billy the Kid never did shit. Chavez did like all through the Lincoln Wars, and then after Lincoln Wars, he met up with Dirty Dave. Dirty Dave kills a bunch of people, and Billy the Kid just like, I am hanging out with the wrong people. I hang out with people next time. No, I keep on getting blamed for shit. So December 19th, 1880, riding into Fort Sumner, New Mexico, the gang was attacked by Pat Garrett's posse. So Pat Garrett was a guy that used to ride with both of them. And then, like we talked about over and over, both sides of the law and the money was right. And fucking, he knew he could catch him. And he, uh, what's fucked up is people were like, oh, that's his boy and shit. There's a lot of people that, like, is it his boy? Do we know that? You know what I mean? Yeah, some dude yeah. that he just because you knew, but just because they wanted to rob the same person five years ago, don't mean yeah. they're the boys. That's yeah. the thing that I remember when I was a kid, like just hearing all the stuff about people being in bands and then like break up, like they don't get, they didn't get along, so they broke. Like, no, but they're in a band together, dude. Yeah. They're friends. They're in a band. Yeah. But now they you grow up music. and you're like. Dude, you can, like, work with people and not be their friends and, like, yeah. not like them. And yeah, Pat Garrett might have legit been, like, fuck this yeah, guy. fuck him. Yeah. yeah, I always hated that little prick. How much you got? Yeah, I could catch him. Especially, yeah. You guys don't know where he's at? I know where he's at. I got him. Like, in the realm of this and bad guys, like, in the mafia, in street gangs, especially in the Wild West and stuff, yeah, it's littered with tales of people being in the same gang and not really liking each other. I mean, that's the equivalent of uh, collecting on a hit, right? Except yeah. you get a little badge and a thing to go with it, but at the end of the day, that's kind of what you're doing. December 19th, they get attacked. Tom O'Foliard gets killed in the shootout, but the rest of the gang gets out. And they end up holed out in an abandoned house near Stinking Springs, New Mexico. Ooh, that was probably Dirty sulfur. Dave's play, favorite place. He took Ooh, good call. I bet you it was a sulfur spot. Good old Stinky Springs. See, man, all these layers of Dirty Dave, man. There's so many ways he could have got his name. Right? Out there in them stinky springs. Way to go, man. I remember you said a couple out there episodes in that ago. Stinky, danky world. I'm not just throwing any fucking name out there. And at first I was like, Dirty Dave. I was like, oh, man, we could have did better than Dirty Dave. And nope. That's a fucking. There's layers of Dirty Dave. He's dirty. He's fucking. Stinking... He can't take a bath on the fucking road. He's in the stinking springs. He fucking, fucking... will snitch on his gang if you ain't really his boys. He's all kinds of dirty. Well, I mean, really, I would like more information because people that listen to this podcast regularly know that I forgive being an outlaw in general, like all this sort of shit. But being a snitch is the one thing where I'm like, dude, fuck you. You don't snitch on your boy. But that situation was a very weird. Like, they just left him. He was the only one to get caught sort of situation. So, like, I'm almost never ready to Never snitched before, never snitched kinda. after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something more. Especially, Batmasterson ended up being his boy for a little while and shit. Mm-hmm. So, there's more. I don't want to call that straight snitching. There were there was some extra, extra shit lost to history on that He one. pulled the Michael Francisi. Yeah. I mean, he didn't Takashi 6ix9ine nobody. So they hole up in this abandoned house. Pat Garrett's posse catch them. They have like a legit, like a standoff. They surround them. Or what is it? A siege. It It is also known as that. You see, it's like this little, this little small shitty fucking place. And fucking, yeah, that uh, looks like one room. Like yeah. a sm- yeah, or, that looks like Unless that. that's a giant ass doorway. Well, they were stuck in there for like three days. Damn. Earlier when he brought up that picture, I was like, this is another first for the Bad Guy Podcast. We got the first brick shit house here. I mean, <laughs> rock shit house, whatever. It looks like it's literally a fucking toilet. Like, no, that's all you could fit in there. To, like, honestly, if we're judging off that doorway, that is a straight, like, eight by eight 
like you can floor that thing with two pieces of plywood that is tiny and how many people are in the gang at this point four all right that ain't as bad i was thinking like seven or eight people so four that's still real like i said that's right now this room we're sitting in is probably as big as that like imagine four people in the the hilarity of the standoff he says that's like Wait, none of you motherfuckers thought to get a ladder? <laughs> I mean, just yeah. climb up on that. Hey, uh, dig fucking gig's over, guys, all right? I can siege. see you. You know, I take it back. Siege isn't the right word. How do you siege one bedroom? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> for real, they just, why even do anything? Like, they are in a prison cell. Like, I'm just well, we did it. You call they're, yourself. They're locked up. <laughs> I'm just post, picturing post the guard. We're good. Grown men on horses just circling this bitch. Like, he, all right, when you're coming out, just circle it. It'd be like a merry-go-round. All the horses would just be nose to butts, just going in a circle around this thing. If we believe Dan, barbed wire's cheap. Just slap some barbed wire around that there bitch. You put go. Him, build us quick prison. We got him. They put themselves in a prison cell. Did you guys For catch real? him? No. Out in the stinky springs. Yeah, they're out in stinking springs fucking... covered in barbed wire. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> For real, you're stuck in that thing in a place called Stinky Springs? Like, give it up, bro. Right. Just say, arrest me. At you this know, point, what are you doing? When we think of these out, outlaw Western gangsters, like, were they that smart? They're, they're <laughs> like, we got away. Did you? Yeah, did you? <laughs> I feel like if you were arrested right now, you would be in the same situation. Because we also talked about the Battle of Lincoln before. It's not the first time Billy the Kids ran into a house and hit there until they surrounded him. Like, it's kind of his move. I don't think you can call this a house. No, that's like a... It's an eight by eight little thing. No, so going back to how long did the siege take place? Three days. They were in there for three... God damn. Yeah. And just, I mean, once you... People that look up on the the Instagram and everything, like you'll see the pictures of it. But uh, dude, there's no windows. There's one doorway, and it's just straight up stacked rocks in a square. And so he's just being stuck in there. And what's that uh, saying? You can go three days without water, three weeks without food, some shit. I don't know, but this is like. Yeah, you can't go that long. Here comes the guys who's hiding out in this fucking building's water supply. Like, no, just cut off their fucking water supply. Like, how the fuck did these guys survive in the middle of the desert in this little fucking block shack, like rock shack? I just don't understand why you don't immediately like, well, they got us. Like, yeah. at the end of those three days, what are you expecting? You can't even do a shootout because, like I said, there aren't no windows. There's, like, one doorway in the front, so you can't even do a proper shootout. All like, right, there's guys. no way you're beating the posse mm-hmm. and getting yeah. out. All right, guys, what do you want to do? Do you guys want to hang out here and hide out and stick this one out? Or do you guys want to surrender and be deputies in, like, three months? <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> All right, what, what do you guys want to do here? We got to make a decision. Well, we got to prove to them that we're <laughs> worth the badge. <laughs> so we got to shoot at them at least a little bit. So they tried to make an escape attempt. Charlie Bowdry got <laughs> shot in the fucking... Yeah. How are you going to escape that? Well, they didn't. Charlie Bowdry got shot in the chest and died in the fort and shit. I'm Damn, a... Charlie, my man. Whoever, he drew the short straw. Huh? He's like, He's like yeah, you go first. I don't want to go off first, guys. Fuck you. Fucking go, Charlie, you son of a bitch. You drew short straw. I'm going to go for it. And he just runs out the one doorway and they just, <laughs> boom, just shooting right through. Like the other people in the room. Can, like, climb, can I climb fuck. over the wall? No, you fucking run out that door. Luke, I want to climb over the wall. I fucking run out. 
out that door, you son of a bitch. Well, who's next? <laughs> what next? <laughs> that was our one move. Just oh, run out the doorway and get shot. So that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so then they surrendered. Good, well, smart yep, move. Yep. I mean, smart move. Well, yeah. they probably could have did that before Charlie had to take one of the <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why did it take three days and a dude getting shot no. to learn that? Like, within an hour, I would have been like, fuck, you guys hungry? Because, <laughs> like, what I said earlier, they were like, day one, they were like, all right, so these are our terms. You guys let us go make us deputies. <laughs> and then all this shit's over. And like, no, fuck you guys. You guys aren't deputies this time. You stay in that little fucking rock shack and you fucking boil in a desert heat. Dude, for real, after like 20 minutes, we'll be like, damn, this place really looks like a prison cell, don't it? <laughs> Day two, they were like, all right, look, Charlie's going to surrender. <laughs> but all of us get to go. <laughs> Fear, the only oh, thing that between that in a prison cell is like, yeah, they'll give you a bed and like, they'll just give you some food once a day. There, you're just stuck there with nothing. This is a bad plan. That's putting a lot of faith in jail 1860 or whatever. Like, we've heard of jail like 1920 and it's not that pretty. So maybe they were like, maybe that was the better choice. Damn, Damn. no, we'll boil it. Yeah, fuck it, bro. No. Charlie was like, Char- I'll go. Charlie was like, I'm going. All right, guys, look, if it's jail or this, fuck it, I'm the first one out. But see, that's Charlie's a- probably most upset. Like, you guys didn't even get out? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> I, just, I sacrificed. I just walked out there and got shot, and you just stood here and surrendered? <laughs> what the fuck? Was this Survivor? Was I voted off the island? <laughs> he didn't get a rose. So uh, they all get arrested. Dave Rudabaugh was found guilty of the murder murder of Antonio Lino and was sentenced to hang. He was held over at Las Vegas Old Town Jail until he was executed. And there he reunited with his boy, J.J. Webb. So Rudabaugh and J.J. together, they, they decided to make a couple escape attempts. So they had one escape attempt where an inmate was killed in a shootout but then later rudabaugh and webb and five other prisoners they dug like a little tiny square like in the back of the jail and they all escaped through there and bounced out so the choices were shootout or sneak out they're like we'll try shootout first ah oh, seems like another charlie situation <laughs> turns out let's tunnel jj was work. like fuck that if only we, i'll dig if only we would have tunneled out of that little room dirty dave would have been a more successful criminal had he got to spend more time Tunnel with fucking JJ. This motherfucker was the brains of the operation. He's like, hold on, what? No, they got a tunnel, man. It's like, no, we usually just have Charlie run through that door. He's like, how the fuck have you, you survived this long without me, Dave? What the fuck have you been doing? Why are we friends? Long? And when they did it that way, they snuck out seven people. <laughs> with a square. Hey, this works way better than we thought. Shovels, not shotguns. PSA for you kids. After he escapes... He escapes New Mexico in prison. He's said to have spent time in Arizona. He spent time with Clanton's against the Earp feud. He was possibly at the gunfight at Iron Springs where Curly Brocious died. Oh, shit. That was, for fans of Tombstone, that was the classic no scene. And you said the Clanton's, and that was, man, why does the Clanton's sound familiar? Okay, Corral. All right, all right. right. Tombstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, It's uh, Stephen Lang. All right. Mm-hmm. He's like clan. And Hayden Christensen Church, I think is his name. Yeah. Well, no, not Hayden Christensen, because that's Darth Vader. Just Hayden Church. Hayden Church. It's. I feel like there's an extra something in there. 
Basil Hayden Rye. <laughs> You're right. I think that is, yeah, that is a No, I think it's name, just it? Hayden Church. Whatever. Either way. That dude. You know him. And if you haven't seen Tombstone, what the fuck are you doing? Get your life. Even Dow's seen Tombstone. It's the yeah. only movie he's seen. Yeah. He's seen that and Mobsters, which for some reason he calls the Little Mobsters. Like, no, it's just <laughs> Christian Slater and Greco and shit. And every time you I know. say that, like, no, it's just called Mobsters. It's my Fred Savage <laughs> and Howie Mandel. I say Ben Sa- Fred Savage Was so that funny. Howie Mandel? Yeah. Mind blown, bro. I never knew who that was. Who was Howie Mandel? The monster from Little Monsters. Well, I don't know who Little Monsters is. You've never seen that movie, The Little movie Monsters? Little Monsters? I don't think so. Fred Savage? Oh, is that the... The monster Wolf, under his Wolfman's bed? Wolfman's got ass. Apple yeah, juice? I think so. Yeah, they go into you, a whole monster world. No, that's monster stuff. cat food in my... No, I know what movie you're talking about. Sandwich. I haven't seen it. Because the one I was thinking about, Wolfman's got nard, is Monster Squad. Oh, so yeah, no, I'm, little monsters. And me and right? you are talking about the same movie, though, right? So you yeah, mean Fred Savage? What's up? Uh, no, I was just fucking... being serious. Like we're we're yeah. talking about. All right, all right, Fred Savage. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, and he's yeah. got to do a little crank thing, the the fucking pencils yeah. and shit. All right, the the fucking booby trap that yeah. gets the monster yeah. in the first place. Yep. I didn't yeah. know that was Howie Mandel. That's fucking wild. Yeah, all right, what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a quick smoke break, refill our drinks, and we'll be back in a minute.
It's almost time to run, put on your army helmets now. You're running toward the sun with all your guns, defenses down. Flashes everywhere, the lights create an atmosphere. Water in your lungs, you pray for death, but life is here. You're about to die, face it, you're about to die. Zero sand in your glass, fuck it, you can't even cry. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Everybody grab a side as you fight to stay alive. Dancing on a hand grenade so you can die and they survive. Silver bullets in the sky, dropping seven second death. Scattering the children, run, rub until there's nothing left. Ashes in the water, sons and daughters hold the flags up high. Wallow in the harbor as the military tanks arrive. Penetrate the border with disorder like an animal. Every war has the honor of turning kings into cannibals. Support for Say Hello to the Bad Guy podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. So join over 4 million worldwide who trust Manscaped. With the exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BADGUY. Now, it's actually 4 million and 4, if you yeah. count us. Um, or 8 million and 8, if you're counting balls. <laughs> You gotta think of some of those people that only have one, though. <laughs> what about people with extras? Evens each other out. Compensate. Hey, so, sometimes Total you leave that, balls. Sometimes you leave that middle nut alone. You got a little mohawk. It's cool. So yeah, we got the performance package 4.0. So that comes with crop preserver. You get the crop reviver. Comes with a bag, the nose clipper, the underwear, anti-chafing boxers. So it's a great kit. But even if you know, maybe you don't need all that. They just have smaller stuff. They got lip balm. They got shampoo. They got body wash. They have traditional shavers. Like if you just wanted a, you know, a single razor shaver. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code bad guy at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code bad guy. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped. All right, we're back. Eventually dirty Dave gets too much heat and he, uh, we better get out the kitchen. He makes it across the border to hide out in Mexico, where he successfully works as a cowboy and a part-time cattle rustler. See, it's all part-time a big circle. Cattle rustler. You know what I mean? Yeah, just uh, you know, on the weekend, like you pick up a side job with your homie. Go, you know. That's funny. He goes Should've to Mexico and he's got to go straight. He's like, all right, I made it across the border. Now I'm going straight most of the time. <laughs> part-time cattle wrestling, but most of the time I'm going straight. Mexicans down there were like, these Americans, they're not giving us their best and brightest. <laughs> they're all criminals and cattle rustlers. They took That's our hats and our us. blue jeans and our boots. They they're st- not taking yeah, everything. They stole our hats. <laughs> he doesn't even like water. Yeah. Thanks for sending this gross-ass fucking wetto. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. It just went off for a surgery. You know what? I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to be cowboy. February 18th, 1886. He's in Mexico in a card game in a cantina in Perel, Chihuahua, Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. It's a small town, but it's got a big town attitude. Um. Anyway, he, he's in a card game where he gets accused of cheating. 
Or he might have accused a guy of cheating. Either way, someone's cheating at this card. Who's cheating? Someone's Damn. accused. It happens. There's Y'all. a language situation. Y'all, I'm scared to be accused or accuse somebody of cheating at a card game in a foreign country. I don't care what fucking foreign country it is. If I'm, I'm afraid to do it in if America. If I'm a foreigner, <laughs> I guess you're right. But if I'm a foreigner, I definitely, I'm like, fuck, I guess you did have five aces. I mean, fuck it. I'm done. I guess, money. I'm I guess it's just full, Mexican full, full poker. House. I don't know. Those, I guess it's just how they do it out Three, south of the border. Yeah. Five jacks, huh? so dirty dave jumps up and he shoots the dude in the head killing him instantly the dude's boy pulls a gun on him gets a shot off and misses and dave shoots him in the chest and kills him oh yeah and then he shot another dude and wounded him and bounced out pull your strap on dave you better kill him put some respect (laughs) on my name baby who's cheating motherfucker (laughs) i mean ball don't lie gun don't lie I mean, uh, Ben Wallace in this bitch. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't even Ben Wallace, was it? God damn it. was Rasheed. It was Rasheed. Right I, had my, I had the last name right. I think Tank's on Cloud 19 right now. Shout out 2004 Piston. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. You know. Ball, right. ball don't lie. Ball don't motherfucking lie. But for real, yes, sir. Of all this shit, he's been up and down with assembling avengers and doing all these shootouts all this shit but right now fucking dirty dave showing his ass like for real he's like fuck you guy he just straight took out three motherfuckers we don't even know maybe he's cheating accused jacuzzi accusations were flying jody foster the accused it like (laughs) things were happening and this motherfucker's just out there just shooting motherfuckers up See, I feel like it was Dave's, like, he was, like, for the first five years of his rookie contract, he was just kind of, he couldn't really show what he was, and he yeah. finally got traded to a team. He was just on championship re- teams. And, and he finally got traded to where he could showcase his skills, yeah. and he was like, you know what? You cheated. You cheated. Like, he just fucking, he's like, finally, this is what DD can can really be right here. I can yeah. cap motherfuckers. I can accuse them. Don't you fucking cheat at Dirty Dan's card game, mm. motherfucker. See, he was Rocky Maivia. He was the rock in Nation of jo- Domination. But then he said, you know what? I'm going to start beefing with Steve Austin, do my own solo <laughs> career, became the rock. Fuck Nation of Domination. He's blocked the Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He fucks shit up. Yeah, Dirty Dave. And uh, he bounces out clean. Now, the problem is he gets... Ooh, Dirty Dave bounced out clean. Fucking he made it true. Ooh, gotta be so dirty to be that clean. <laughs> then he got out there, he couldn't find his horse. Okay. Oh. Take back everything I just said. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> well, we've all been there. You get out of the story like, oh, where did I park this <laughs> thing? Beep, beep. You hop on the wrong, you pop on the wrong horse. It's the same, it's the same color. You're like, oh fuck! I they thought this was mine. The same key fob frequency as me. Why won't the saddle open? What the fuck's going on? I forgot where he got his horse. D six? No, not D six. E five. Fuck! Where, where's my goddamn where's horse? horse? This is kind of important. Yeah, he keeps on hitting the button here. Yeah. Where the fuck is it at? Yeah. <laughs> So for some reason, Dave at some point walks back into the cantina. <laughs> you guys see my horse? <laughs> Damn, Dave. When oh. finally I was giving you your credit, bro, you finally got your fucking 
God damn, Dave. Don't walk back in the cantina, motherfucker. No, no. Let's see where this plays out. Okay. All Let's right. see how this plays All out. Right. I digress. I digress. Mysterious Dave pops back up in the picture <laughs> out of nowhere. Take, grabs him like Nightcrawler and pops back out. He's <laughs> fucking <laughs> Nightcrawler's on uh. Uh, Well, instead he gets shot to death and decapitated with a machete. Oh. Wow, okay. Well, that did not work out at all. Well, you made a bad <laughs> bad choice going back in that canteen. God damn, where the fuck did machetes come? That came out. That fucker came out of nowhere. Everybody like, was, we're doing shootouts. All of a sudden, we're getting heads chopped off. Nobody had no bullets fucking loaded up left, I guess. Where the fuck did all this decapitation fuck. come from? They, they stuck his head on a pole and paraded around town, and then they posted it out in front of the cantina. Wow. Whoa. Chihuahuas don't fuck around. They didn't like that wetto. <laughs> Not that at all. <laughs> None of that wetto shit. Down Put that here. shit on a pole and start prancing damn, about. That's like some fucking. Uh, God damn. Some Game of Thrones. Put Genghis your head Khan, on a pike like, shit. Fu- yeah, man. Fucking hell. Chihuahua the Impaler. And I felt bad because as you guys were explaining how fucking dope his shit yeah. was, I was like. Yeah, I got this are, next bullet yeah, point, man. I'm about to kick these guys in the fucking balls. <laughs> Just to recap, this dude has a sweet ass shootout, walks out, says, Who the fuck's my horse? Huh. It goes walking right back in and hey. just pew, machete to the face. Like, what the fuck? You don't grab another horse? And remember we were talking about earlier, like but the that fucking. Was so fucking crazy. The he wagon had tracks his money and, and shit. shit. He was like, All right, guys. I don't got my fucking horse no more. I better. I mean, I might as well walk back in this motherfucking cantina because if I take off to the east, doesn't fucking matter. West doesn't fuck. I, no matter which way I go, well, it doesn't fucking matter. Without a horse. Without a horse. Well, horseless aside, I'm assuming there's more than just this cantina here. It's not just a can Like, you could have went somewhere else. Like, go pass out in the alley. Something. Yeah. I don't know. If you guys, you guys like the, you know, the choose your own adventure books. Yeah. So I found this, uh, this is on legendsofamerica.com. It's the only place I can find it, but there's an alternate ending. And even they didn't report it as, like, this is what actually happened. They said, some people say. You know what I mean? So it's not a great resource anyways. And even they're like, hey, you want some real fishy information at school? No, but, I'm going with it. But I they love called him shit, Dirty man. Dave, and he wasn't really dirty, yeah. at least. So, yeah, yeah, that's I'm not even a it. thing, and we called him at the whole fucking... Let's roll with we it. We even found reasons why he's called Dirty Dave when he's uh, not even called that. Fucking A. Turns out, he was Mystery Dave the whole time. He <laughs> was both people. It's yep. like that fucking Kevin Spacey. It's it's he was Tyler Durden. My freak. So, the alternate ending is uh, Rudabaugh... Left Mexico on a herd, a cattle herd headed to Montana, where he settled a normal life, married and had three daughters, where he died an alcoholic in Oregon in 1928. So that's the story of Dirty Dave. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Thunder cheap. So you guys haven't seen a picture yet. <laughs> High voltage. <laughs> um, but if you're going to cast a movie. So he's been portrayed twice in the Young Gun movies. Really? Yeah. So. He was just Dave. 
They they didn't specify how dirty he was. Oh, okay. So in Young Guns 2, Christian Slater was Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. And he is originally from Arkansas. So Christian Slater kind of played him. But in the original Young Guns movie, that Dylan, what is it, Dylan McDermott, right? Word. He played Dirty Steve, who was originally, when they didn't know they were going to do it too, he was like a... Kind of a... A re-characterization of Dirty Dave. So they just did a had their cake and ate it too sort of yeah. situation. So like, fuck, we're going to do two iterations of this dude. Yeah, we're going to have Dirty Ass Dave and we're going to have Gangster Ass Dave. Oh. So there's already two off the table, so it's been played twice. And this guy... He's Dirty Steve in the movie. He's the only one of all the regulators that wasn't a real guy. So every other guy in that movie, in the original Young Guns, was a real historical character. Hmm. Except for Dirty Steve. Dirty Steve. So if you guys were going to cast a movie about Dirty Dave, who would you cast to play him? See, I don't know. Whenever we have... I'm good whenever there's a certain character type that I can get on him. This guy, I mean... We didn't get a very heavy description of him. And, I mean, he's very broad. Like, I, I don't get a real feel for his character so much. So, I mean, damn near anybody could play it. Like, it's real hard to narrow it down, really. I don't know why, but just seeing Christian Slater and Dirty Steve, whoever played Dirty Steve, whoever that actor Dylan is. Dylan McDermott. That's still... I know you, you know said what? that earlier, and that's... Wow. Okay. I'm going to say... That's Young Guns. That's like 80s. Yeah. He's someone... Or is it 90s? Who I haven't seen Early in... 90s, I think, right? Yeah, that's Probably 90s. Like no, it's definitely 90s. Like 91? No, I would say even... 90... Yeah, 91. I don't know, maybe 93, 94-ish. Like, more mid-90s. Um... But, uh, well, wait, before we go, uh... What's he... Jamie Bell. That's what I'm gonna say. Jamie Bell? He was in, uh... I haven't seen him in anything in a while, but he was in The Eagle. He was in, uh, he's in a few things. He reminds me of Ben Foster. I see him. But I just, I don't think I've seen him in a Western, and I'd like to see him in a Western. So here's a picture. This is the only picture of Dirty Steve, or Dirty Dave. No, I've caught him. (laughs) Oh, wow. God damn. What the fuck? Well, I mean, he doesn't look dirty, but he looks... Yeah, he looks like John Boy. Very... Not too good. Bummer mustache, bro. We've seen some dope mustaches earlier. There's a mu- Like... I wanted to say something like that when we are talking about mustaches. Like, this guy's mustache is going to be a downer. Wow, yeah. I can barely even make out the mustache. Yeah, I got nothing to say. This guy's a real fucking... Weird looking dude. I had a childhood buddy looked uh, pretty fucking similar to him, and he's in the clink right now. So I mean, you know, makes sense. He could play. Well, I mean, when he gets out, he needs a gig. Obviously, he can. He can do him. This guy looks like a zombie, but like meet Dirty Day, a zombie that was just bit yesterday. He could be like that dude that with the tattoos on his neck that had the mug shot that all the girls loved, and now he's a model. Yeah. John hot, Boy could get hot him. felon. Yeah. Hot felon. Fucking John Boy could play fucking Dirty Dave straight out the pen, yep. man. So now we got to do the DEFCON scale. Now, standard DEFCON scale is five to one, five being the lowest, one being the highest. But in the Bad Guy podcast, there's no good guys. So five would be Lee Murray, who's your 
drug dealing, kidnapping, bank robber. And at one, you got the purple gang who's got multiple gang wars, multiple massacres, and they're killing people in the streets. So on a scale of Lee Murray to the purple gang, where would you rate Dave Rudabaugh? You want to go first or? I'm giving him a three. And that's I don't that? gotta, Nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to explain. <laughs> I just, uh, it just seemed like any any of the killings or and i hate to always come back to killings but i mean i mean that's, that's pretty really much what where it's at to. well uh, i mean there is it was killing, the, no. it was I mean, the it time it's not all about killing but it was the time i mean like you were getting to some shootouts and somebody could end up dead i mean it wasn't always on purpose like the bullets weren't accurate and sometimes old dave would just cap three dudes in the middle of mexico and fucking not get away with it and shit but <laughs> no get away with it and yeah. then just be dumb <laughs> yep. so get I, away with it but then forget where his horse was so he never really got away i give him a three and uh mostly because it, it seemed like he was kind of a clown man like he just like got lucky most of the time and he didn't really have a plan other than roll around with the dudes who got the juice and let's rob as many people as we can. And so anyways, at the end of the day, I give him a three. I didn't think that his body of work was deserving of anything higher. I mean, he seemed like our normal I was outlaw. not impressed by his performance. No, not enough killing for Tank. <laughs> Kill more the next time, double D. Word. Um, yeah. I'll go with with a three. I was thinking between a three and a four, but yeah, he definitely needs a three because he did get into a lot of shootouts. I would say for the same way that I go with the mob shit, he really is the archetype to the point that he was in a gang with a lot of famous outlaws and was chased down with a lot of the archetypical uh, law dogs, like all the famous ones that you've heard of. He really lived the outlaw life. He went, I mean, it was the archetype thing. You start just being a cowboy out there, being on your own and shit. And then you just start robbing, start making your way, get in with groups, got arrested, escaped, gotten shootouts, killed some people. I mean, wound up getting decapit- decapitated in Mexico. You know, the same old tale. So, I mean, <laughs> that old chestnut, and yeah. he, ne- he never I, once, I never once heard of him becoming a deputy. So, yeah, I mean, he really did the archetype thing in to the point that he purposely, I mean, it was of the time. So I don't know purposely, but, uh, yeah, he chose the outlaw life. Like you just said, he never <clears throat> became a deputy and shit. So he just always chose to be a cattle rustler to rob people, just live that gang life. But he wasn't overly, like you said, he wasn't, I'm not impressed by his body of work. He wasn't as uh, as ruthless or as like bloodthirsty as some of the famous outlaws that you hear of. Like, that's why I almost gave him a four, because he didn't seem like an overly, like, out there outlaw, out there just shooting, running and gunning. But at the same time, he did a fair share of running and gunning and just, you know, middle ground. He was the archetype of an outlaw, kind of. So, yeah, three. No, I agree. I kind of wish I went before you because you stole most of what I was going to say. But <laughs> I think we've really felt we've really just say it again and cut my part and out. Just just yeah. to make sure we're not I'll, drunk. I'll, I'll say some of yours, but I'll keep the best shit for me. 
just to make sure I'm not like missing shit because I'm drunk. Like he never did become a deputy or anything. I like don't know. I don't think all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> a couple of his boys did. Yeah. But... All right. I just I mean, want to make sure he, me he and did you some were... legal shit. Like he did like the railroad wars, but that still was yeah. That was still like that was borderline. Yeah. Shit, you know. Yeah. Almost but, everybody I mean, else maybe, did. Maybe who knows? But Mis- I don't think so. Mysterious no. Dave became a deputy for yeah, a minute. JJ Webb became a deputy. Like yeah, he he really did hold out. Like nah, fuck it. I'm just a criminal. So. It's my jam. <laughs> it's my thing. Nobody took him serious as a cop. So he was like, you know what? I can't. But I feel like David Arquette and Scream. <laughs> Nobody takes me serious as a cop. <laughs> so I think we really established the precedence where your average mobster, and it sounds weird to say average, but your yeah. typical mobster, your typical cowboy falls the, around the three. The cliche archetype yeah. of it. Well, because, you know, they did some crime, but they, yeah, they killed some people, but they're not killers. They kill yeah. people in the process of being an outlaw. Yeah, they went but to they're do not hitmen for hire. They doesn't they don't like it. They're not, you know, good, you know that kind of thing. But yeah, I think he's a 3. And I think he's definitely the western equivalent. Like if he was some of the other stuff we covered like like a mobster or something like that, he'd definitely be low level. His shit didn't seem like no big robbery, nothing where he even had any numbers. Mm. You know, he just seemed like a just he'd be like a thug nowadays. The like only a, time he round up his own gang that ended up leaving him, and he ended up becoming <laughs> friends with Bat yeah. Masterson. That He's a consummate the, follower. Yeah. And to be fair, that was one of the reasons why I gave him a three. Because when you know what I mean, like not mm. only do you round him up, they and they they fucking turned on him, man. So that kind of I mean I know mm. that doesn't like bad guy. Like he could have went fucking totally off the deep end after that and made himself badder i guess you could say but yeah that was a factor for me we're gonna call that a unanimous defcon 3 zach this is crystal palace sink norad has declared defcon 3 scramble all alert aircraft i repeat scramble all alert aircraft all right well this is say hello to the bad guy thanks for coming and thanks for listening Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Nice. Smell that dope when I pass by. Oh. I like my money at a fast pace. Nice. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Smell nice. the dope when I pass by. Down bad, my mama had to be dead Spent my birthdays in the trap, we had to work with what we had She been working on a raise while trying to raise me like a man Plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the cam, man. And I don't need a hundred friends, I just want a hundred bands A hundred jugs, a hundred scams, ay, ay. So I don't money, grab the hundred hams I don't money grabbed a bunch of And bands. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the pistols. Fuck a judge with a grudge. I'm blowing crud for my mental life. Ay. And I still keep it on me. Run into your big homie. First you meet your dead homie. Ay. Yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. Pass by. I like my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. Fast lane, let my money at a fast pace, look like a drag race. Control re up in my ashtray, I'm in my bag. Hey, good girl, bad face, slim waist, and her ass fake. Hey, and she in love with the bad guy. Hey, but 
bad bitches never act right. Ay, she act up into that pack fly. Did a turn around in one night. Ay, say hello to the bad guy. Ay, the good guy come in last place. Ay, you smell that dope when I pass by. Ay, I let my money at a fast price. Ay, say hello to the bad guy. Ay, Better dope when I pass by I let my money at a fast pace